Tualatin. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Awesome and Not Stupid. I'm Zeb. I'm Elijah. This is our third episode. We we decided to just, you know what? We're going forward. We're moving forward. Full send. Yeah. Send it. Send it. Right? Just gonna send it. Is that a Canadian thing? I, I don't know, man, but it's becoming an American thing as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Everybody's sending it. And once, once something becomes American, it's American now. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, once something becomes American, it's just, it just is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. America. I told you about, uh, about my, uh, fish tank situation yeah. Yeah, last time, update. right? <laughs> well, I did, I think, here's the thing about having a fish tank. It can be a bit addictive, to like want to keep adding stuff, which obviously, uh, yeah. you know, I've seen lot. this <laughs> firsthand, firsthand, well, um, sort of secondhand, but yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, so I went and I got a new filter that's not going to leak mm-hmm. because I, you know, it's one, it, won't, it just won't. It would take some kind of weird shit to happen for this to leak. It's good. But then, you know, of course I'm at the store and I'm like, hmm, these little guys look cool. Uh-huh. This and that, and I picked up some neon tetras to go in with my beta, and I got some uh, salt and pepper Cory catfish. Yeah, salt and pepper, huh? Yeah, that's what they're called. Some people call them spotted. Some people call them salt and pepper. I like salt and pepper. I do too. I think that's good. And then I couldn't help myself. I bought an African dwarf frog. <laughs> so does he have a name? Yes, I, he didn't. And then Honoree's daughter Violet. We gave her a call and said, what should we name the frog? And what she said it? that his name is Avocado. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I think it's perfect. <laughs> it's a great name. So now my beta hates me. Oh, yeah, of course. He's just like hiding behind the filter. Like he won't come out. Like I have to feed him behind the filter. Because <laughs> he's like, why did you? He's like, I was the king. Mm-hmm. I was the king of this tiny little town. Yeah, now he's got to earn it. And the frog's a jerk. Mm-hmm. He just... Debo's people's food and he, <laughs> dude they shoot up they live underwater but they they don't have gills they have to go up to breathe uh-huh. but they can stay underwater for hell like i don't know an hour more that's crazy but they he shoots up so fast that if he wanted to he could probably jump a foot or more out of that water and then he'd just be dead on my floor <laughs> So they have to be in water, but they can't breathe underwater? Yeah. They oh. live underwater, but they can't breathe underwater. So they go up for That's air. A sh- what an existence, man. It's weird, brutal. right? Yeah, that's crazy. Some of these decisions the Lord made. Wow. <laughs> it's almost like he wasn't thinking. It's just curious. Or it's just rude. One of the two. That's curious, Lord. I'd like to know yeah. more. What's what going went on? into that decision-making process. Yeah. Um, how's your Memorial Day weekend been? Uh, it's been full of... Packing and gaming. That's pretty much all I've done. A little bit of packing, a little bit of gaming. What's the ratio? Would uh, you say? Definitely more gaming than packing, for sure. Hell yeah. Yes. That's how you do it. Yeah, I mean, if, if I spend as much time packing as I spent gaming, I'd be done. Just finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to spread it out. I mean, we got a couple days left. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely uh, move a couple boxes and sit down and do yeah. some stuff for a little while. Kind and of and then myself. get back to it tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. 
Or later. Yeah, usually tomorrow. <laughs> I guess it depends on what kind of deadline you're working with. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. It's been good. Well, good. I think I'll get there. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Pretty much don't have any other choice. I mean, you know, we're done on the first, so it's like we're yeah. not done. Well, you know, I've been done on the first before and just left things. Yeah. It's not. Don't they kind of charge you for that, though? Don't you get in trouble? I left a car at a house one time. Hmm. When I moved out, because it wasn't working. Yeah. Do you ever hear about it? No, I think. Well, it, you know how how really easy it is to have somebody come pick up a car and take it. Yeah. There's definitely someone everywhere yeah. that will come take your car. Like, hey, I got a car. I don't. Come, I don't go, want it. Come get it. <laughs> On my way. <laughs> Does it run? No. Is it infested with rats? Yes. <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> Uh, but that's not a good that's not a good way to be though that's not like no. a good person doesn't leave stuff no because then another person has to then clean it, it becomes up. somebody else's responsibility yeah yeah and i don't have it's not like i'm dealing with so much stuff that if i if i can't do it all you know whatever i'll just leave it like i'll, I'll just not be lazy and right and get it done that's the thing is you have to reconcile being a good person, mm-hmm. but also having a level of laziness that sometimes crosses the threshold. Yeah. Yeah. And you would seem like not a good person to others, but you're like, it's not that I'm not a good person. I'm just really lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's going to help, though. I don't know if anybody's going to be like, oh. Well, oh, fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I totally understand. Character I flaw. Be, I get I, it. I used to be super lazy, too. You know? No big deal. Well. Whatever. Whatever. It's much ado about nothing at this point because you're going to do a good job because you're a good person. That's right. And you're not that lazy. Yeah. Case closed. (laughs) I I like video games a lot, but I am not an asshole. So, you know, I'll take a break. Yeah, exactly. Um, Can we talk about deep fakes? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, man. That's some scary shit. So they can at this point, well, not they, us. I mean, it's just like. Regular dudes with smartphones pretty doing much. this shit, right? So you can take even just like a picture, or they've done it even with paintings. With paintings, yeah, interesting. Like I saw one, I saw a video where they were showing paintings of like historical figures, and then like essentially bringing them to life. Wow, what did the voice sound like? Did it sound did it did it sound to you like a plausible voice for the person in the painting? Um, I don't, I don't even remember. Paying attention to that part. <laughs> okay. Um, I was more just watching the motion of the face mm-hmm. and trying to see how real it looked. And how real did it look? Real. Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, when, when a painting's talking, you can still tell it's a painting. Right. But some of those ones that they've done with with photographs, mm-hmm. it's really hard to tell. Wow. Like, I mean, even if, like, say, the like a Snapchat filter mm-hmm. where you can take somebody else's face and put it on yours yes that if you so creepy if you do it just right you get the right picture for your face Mm -hmm. it actually looks fairly real yeah it does there's only so much you can do as far as movement Mm -hmm. but it's passable it's yeah yeah if you if you're very very limited on the things you use it for it's definitely passable yeah so and that's shallow fakes Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's not a deep fake the deep fake thing is crazy yeah yeah, the Joe Rogan one that you just showed. Okay, me. so yeah, that so that's 
here's here's the second part of this is that this company called Dessa has developed a, a program called Real Talk Speech Synthesis. It's an AI that learns somebody's voice and speech pattern and then is able to replicate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did that Joe Rogan video, which, you know, again, it's not perfect. No. And if, if you know you're listening to speech synthesis, then the things about it stick out. You're like, okay, well, that's, you can tell it's not, that's, that's robotic or that's whatever. Right. You know? Right. I think that when you showed it to me earlier today, I think that had you said, hey, you want to hear Joe Rogan saying a whole bunch of ridiculous shit? I, and I, I would have obviously said, of course I do. Yes, yes, I do. If you had played that and I was just listening to it, it probably would have taken me a minute to figure out what was going on. You there, you'd have had some suspicion like that. Yeah. Sounds weird for some reason. Yeah. Exactly. But I don't know why. Exactly. Because it sounds like Joe Rogan's voice. It's definitely Joe Rogan's voice. And it's talking like he talks mm-hmm. and saying things he says, mm-hmm. things, the kind of things he says. Yeah, I think the tells are kind of places where he pauses and and certain like nuances in his tone. That's kind of what gives it away for me. But it was it was pretty convincing. I wonder if we can use, should we play it? Do you think we should play it? Let's play it. Why not? I don't know if I can play it. (laughs) (laughs) Friends, I've got something new to tell all of you. I've decided to sponsor a hockey team made up entirely of chimps. I'm tired of people telling me that chimps are not capable of kicking human ass in sports. Chimps are just superior athletes, and these chimps have been working out hard. They're throwing kettlebells, battle ropes, everything. I've got them on a strict diet of bone broth and elk meat. <laughs> these chimps will rip your balls off. God damn, it's impressive. Okay, so that clearly there's, especially at the beginning when he yeah. first comes, it's a little bit jarring, like mm-hmm. computer voice. Right. But then, like, really, when he when it kind of settles in, yeah, and he starts kind of talking, like flowing a little bit. That sounds like Joe. That sounds like Joe for sure. Not Uncle McTouchy Touch. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, not that Joe, not that, but uh, no. Joe Rogan. Yeah, it's pretty scary. I mean, considering this is just, this is just like starting. You know what I mean? It's like, just the beginning. This is something with with as much progress as has been made at this point. This is something that could be it, you, you indistinguishable from reality before long. Right. It's that's like f- five years. That's scary. With where deep fakes and then this vocal speech synthesis mm-hmm. five years from now yeah plus if, if if this tech is available to the public think about what kind of tech has probably been right available to right you know the powers that be mm-hmm. or whoever <laughs> the powers that who gets the stuff first i don't know this is what see uh joey my brother joey mm-hmm. your cousin joey he's uh he's on the he's heavily on the anti-ai <laughs> wagon yeah. yeah i've heard a little bit about that um and while I feel him, mm-hmm. I think he's a little extreme. Not not just AI, but like he also shout out to Joe, by the way. Hopefully he's listening. <laughs> um like he won't store like he won't buy movies and store them on the cloud. Uh-huh. Like he won't buy anything that he's Is he can't. worried he's gonna lose them? Yeah, he thinks it could just all disappear one day, which technically it could all yeah, just disappear. It definitely one day. could. Yeah. Especially with Google, um, like, see, I have, I probably have 50 movies purchased through Google. Uh-huh. Um, 
which is a complete waste of money, by the way, because <laughs> you watch a movie a couple of times uh-huh. and then most likely you're not going to ever watch it again. But um, if Google, like, so they're 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 right now they're in the process of apparently getting rid of Google Play Music uh-huh. and switching to YouTube Music. Oh, really? Something like that. Oh, that's fun. Um, and in that case, what if there is a problem? And stuff that people have bought doesn't transfer over for uh-huh. some reason. Like that'd be some bullshit. That would be some bullshit. And Joey would look at me and go, "See, I told you so. <laughs> you should have listened to old Joe." That's true, but this is also Google, right? And you buy one thing on any one of their platforms, and it's available on all of their other. Right. Platforms, I, so. I personally, I'm not worried no, about. No, that doesn't that doesn't work. But but in theory, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they they could fuck it up, and you lose your movies. And then you have to get a hold of them and say, hey, my movies are gone. And they're like, oh, well, we'll give you a credit. Right. Right. Then you got to go buy them all again. Or what if Google just disappears? Yeah, Google could disappear. Yeah, what happens then? Nobody knows. <laughs> We'd be in trouble. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Apple would be pretty happy. Yeah, probably. Um, Microsoft would probably be happy as well. You think so? Yeah. Because people finally use Someone's that. finally going to use finally. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> You motherfuckers are going to use uh, Bing one way or another. I hear that there are some advantages to using Bing, actually. Yeah? Yeah, like I guess you can get into like a rewards program with Bing, and every time you do something on Bing or do a search or a survey or whatever on Bing, you can get like credit for Microsoft and use that for uh, like your Xbox subscription or you know any of those Microsoft services. Okay, which well, is, see, that's cool. It's kind of cool. I've heard of some people that uh, – actually pay for their yearly Microsoft subscriptions just by using Bing. That's tight. Yeah. I mean, that's a big chunk of money. But see, now if everybody was using Bing, they probably wouldn't have. Oh, no. They'd pull that so fast. So fast. But no one's using Bing, so they just got to give it to the people who who are faithful. What even is Bing? (laughs) It probably just pulls their search results from Google. Yeah. That's what I'd do. Why wouldn't you? Right. They already got it done. Yeah, it's finished. Everything's cataloged. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing. Um... What, well, here's what I see with deep fakes and this voice synthesis thing. Like mm-hmm. somebody like, you know, the average person probably isn't too at risk because there's probably, you know, unless, unless a company that has access to, you know, like they're recording phone conversations or uh-huh. when you do a Google search, okay, Google. And then it records what you say. Right. That stuff's all on record somewhere. Um, But like somebody like me, who has been doing a podcast for mm-hmm. four years. If somebody really wanted to feed my voice and things I say into this AI, yeah. to have this little algorithm or whatever it is, I could, I could, that, that could work. Yeah. Right. And, you know, of course we're all on file. Our faces are all on file. Of course. There's a book for faces. Mm-hmm. It's called Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Not just a clever name. Nope. It's a, it's a real deal. So what's to stop somebody who has decided, you know, they don't like me, which, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, what's to stop them? Like, it, it, if, if this becomes something that's relatively easy to access yeah. and simple to do, yeah. to put up a video of me saying, you know what? I hate... <laughs> I hate Egyptians. Yeah, yeah that would be... Or whatever, you know what I mean? Specific, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean... And then I have to defend myself uh-huh. and say, I, I, it's not me. That's a deep fake. 
How can you prove one way or another at that point? There's got to be a way. <sighs> it's scary, though, you know, from even from, I mean, it's identity theft, really. Right. There's, <laughs> we're making this, this deep fake technology and anybody and everybody can use it right now. But when does it get regulated? That's there'll be the laws question. on the books. Now, now, now that, it's, that it's news, mm-hmm. there'll be laws on the oh, books. Yeah. Shortly, oh, I'm yeah. sure. Yep. Get them, get them while they're hot. That big government, <laughs> big, big government's going to be protecting us from deep fakes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't know, man. That's that's scary stuff. The future is interesting mm-hmm. and scary. Imagine when they're when they can just make videos, full on videos. Yeah, you know, add a deep fake with the picture thing, like you were talking earlier. Add that with a little bit of creative editing, and that's what I'm saying. And they have a, a video of you saying some shit you never said. Yeah. And maybe doing some shit you never did. Yeah. I mean. That's- yeah. Well, yeah. So now we got whole. They just, we don't even need sports anymore. <laughs> you just got a whole deep fake sports team. <laughs> it's all. It's a simulation. Yeah. God damn it. What are we doing? What is happening? Joey, we need you. <laughs> Run for office. Oh, man. We got to stop the AI. It's terrifying. We've all seen what's going to happen with the AI. <laughs> We've all seen a little movie called Terminator. Mm-hmm. We know what happens. Did you see the, the trailer for the new Terminator movie? I did not. It's interesting. Does it look like it's going to be good? It, it looks like it has potential. Who's in it? Um, Mackenzie Davis. Okay. Who I'm assuming most people listening don't know who that is. I certainly don't. I like her. I'm a fan. Okay. She was on the show... Uh, Halt and Catch Fire. I haven't seen it. Which was on AMC. Oh, okay. I think it's over now. I don't have cable, man. So it wasn't. It was. It was an okay show. It was a show about, um, about the tech boom. Kind of. It was a show. Okay. Well, the early tech boom. It was a show about the about the around the eighties when kind of things were starting to develop with personal computers and. Okay. It's. It was kind of silly because it was just this one company and they kind of made it. Out that they were like responsible for everything that happened, <laughs> you know. And then this is the day they discovered online gaming, right. and then you know, yeah, it's like what every company does. Oh, right. We did it. Yeah, we did that. <laughs> but anyway, it's good. And then uh, whatever her name is, the original Sarah Connor. She's okay. In too. Cool. Um, Who's the Terminator? I don't know. Some dude. Arnold's in it, but he's he? he's like he's like Thanos Terminator. He's like living in a cabin somewhere. <laughs> Just relaxing. That's what it looks like in the trailer. Like at least. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this could potentially be a sequel to Dexter. I don't even know <laughs> just, it yet. Just bring it into the Terminator series. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. What are we even doing here? Here's something I'm interested in. Faster ways to travel. Uh-huh. And I don't mean a Segway or one of those little city scooters that are laying around on the sidewalks. Hoverboards. I mean, that'd be cool. But you, ever, you ever ridden one of those things? No. no. Oh, you mean the little? They're not. See, they're, how, did, how did those get the name hoverboard? I don't know. It's really disturbing because you're not hovering. You're just on wheels. It's a Segway with no handlebars. Yeah, that's, that's I all would, it is. I would eat shit. Oh God, I wouldn't even get my second foot on that thing before I ate shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'd eat my shit. I'd eat shit walking <laughs> up to that thing. Yeah, looking at it, trip. Uh, nope. Focusing too hard on just trip. <laughs> Um, I, so, so you, you know this and you, you also experienced this too, traveling between Portland and Seattle. Oh yeah. Um, I've been doing this 
five, six times a year for what, 17 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you in recent years yeah. have been doing it. And just in the, in this year, I've done it five, six times a month. Very frequently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's been, I'm, it's good to be on a break from that. I'll say that. So I, I, it seems apparent that the United States is not interested in bullet trains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've had their chance. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so the newest technology that seems to be kind of the one that's going to happen mm-hmm. here and elsewhere, the Hyperloop. Yes. Um, which, if you're not familiar, is kind of like those those tubes at the drive through at the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Except your car is in there. <laughs> yeah. Or you. Or you, yeah. Yeah, depending on how this how this all works out. So that sounds way scarier than being in like a pod or yeah. something. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to just fly through the tube. No, no, no. There, there be yeah. There'd be like a pod with okay. seats. Okay. It'll be like a like a bus. Yeah. All right. Or a train essentially, and they yeah. just blast you. And we're we're talking about something like Portland to Seattle in twenty minutes. Yeah, twenty minutes, man. Whew. Which that's quick. Yeah. But it's not that much quicker than flying. No. Um, I imagine that because it's not airborne, there will be much less security. Uh-huh. Um, well, yeah. And I wonder what the cost would be. That's my curiosity about the whole thing. Well, of course, it's going to be ridiculous at first. Oh, yeah. One of those things that will level off. Mm-hmm. And if there's government subsidy, which there should be, maybe it will be affordable sooner than later. Yeah. Um. Right now, they are talking about how to regulate it in Europe. Mm-hmm. Hyperloop TT um, is is that they're actually working on because you know there's going to have to be laws and rules, and they're going to have to uh, zone right uh, for construction and where they're going to be able to place these things. And I wonder how it's construct. I mean, it's basically like a big tunnel, isn't it? Yeah. I, it'll be like it a uh, like a big I I imagine mostly above ground, uh-huh. um, almost like a like a monorail okay. track with just it's, it's enclosed in yeah. a tube. It's a big tube, a train in a tube. Yeah, interesting. That sounds cool, man. I wouldn't mind traveling three hundred miles in twenty minutes. Yeah, so that's the thing. Get so a lot of stuff, you know, done. in a, like so they've you know they've opened up flights, uh, commercial flights at Payne Field in Everett, mm-hmm. which is as you know where my family lives in that area, and flying from Portland to Everett is thirty about thirty five minutes in the air, uh-huh. which is not much slower than what we're talking about no, here. Not at all. The problem is it's the airport, mm-hmm. so you know you're looking at at least an hour. Ahead of time, right? Get through TSA. Uh, there, you know, there's how many? You know, we all know how this works. There's <laughs> waiting on the runway or, mm-hmm. or reasons why we can't leave yet. Everybody's sitting on a plane waiting to go, and right. the pilot's like, "Well, we're gonna have to do some, some. We're running out of gas, and there's guys gonna <laughs> check the thing." And so, all in all, a 35 minute flight still ends up being about three hours, two to three hours. Yeah. yeah. So, I wonder how much faster. Not the traveling, but the process of getting to travel. Right. Yeah. I mean, if they made it, my vision, my like ideal vision for Hyperloop is is being easy enough to commute. 
You know, imagine being able to take a Hyperloop from Portland to L.A. or, or San Francisco. Like, right. imagine the job opportunities that opens up for everybody in in all of those regions. Like that, that is what would make Hyperloop worth it, in my opinion. Yeah. If if it's something that's accessible enough that you buy a ticket and hop on, you know. Right. Is it like do you have to book it like a Greyhound or like an Amtrak? Right. Where there's only a certain amount of per day, and then mm-hmm. you got to pick a time and a day and show up, and or is it? things are going every 30 seconds right and you just get in line I mean, if it, if it goes that fast like if it can travel that fast why not yeah that it, i mean that's it could in theory go portland to seattle seattle and back in just as fast as a, a frequent service bus stop in in portland right you know just like a max train mm-hmm. imagine that i'm gonna run to la real quick and stop at the store do you need anything if we're talking about <laughs> frequent service Hyperloop trains, uh-huh. like that is think about how how much that shrinks the world. Right. There's not there's not a whole lot you can't do at that point. There's not really anywhere you can't go. Yeah. At least within your country, you know, within on your, your continent. Yeah. On your plot of earth. Whatever. Yeah, and if they put one up there where Alaska and Russia are staring at each other. <laughs> uh, where yeah, they're like need... they're like the what's that painting of God and Adam? <laughs> Just about to touch fingers. That's Russia and Alaska up there. I can see Russia from my house. Um, Then, come on. Yeah. Practically the same country now. Come on. Let's just be friends. Pangea. Pangea 2. We're bringing it back with the Hyperloop. We're not pushing the continents back together. We're pushing people back to the continents. (laughs) Slogan. Amazing. Do you think so? Amazing. I don't know. That's that's what I've always thought. I mean, the first time I ever heard of the Hyperloop, that was that was what I was thinking is how cool would it be to just be able to go where the hell you want? Right. On a Hyperloop in, you know, imagine tw- okay, Portland to Seattle, 20 minutes. How long does it take to get Portland to New York? A couple hours? Yeah, if if that? Yeah. That's nuts. Hour and a half? Yeah. If I can get to New York City in an hour and a half, man. Woof. There's nothing you can't do. Nothing. I mean, it's going to probably stop quite a few times. I, I, unless yeah. it's just a direct loop. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think in that sense it'll be like flying yeah. where you'll have direct flights from certain stations to other stations. A lot of them you're going to have to go somewhere else first. And yeah. I don't know whether you transfer or if you just other people get off and on. That's a good question. I don't know. It's That's some insanely futuristic stuff to even – try to picture in my brain you know what i mean i can't i can't even imagine the infrastructure involved in making that work well you know you know who else is actively thinking about this stuff who's that among i'm sure the many other crazy things going on in his head is our friend uh, elon musk yeah that guy i don't think there's anything he isn't thinking about cuz i believe spacex is also involved in a hyperloop development that sounds right but um also the tesla the tesla vehicle and its ability to drive itself Mm -hmm. they've built this tunnel in vegas that's essentially an expressway um from one point to another i don't i've never been to vegas so i'm not really it's it's from one end of the las vegas convention center to the other which the las vegas convention center is massive it's like a mile from end to end or something like that 
So that's <clears throat> that's where they put it. So you, you you get in line, you hop in this this car that has no driver, mm-hmm. and it takes you through this tunnel. And they put up a video showing side by side a car going, the Tesla going through this tunnel, uh-huh. and then a car on the streets trying to make this get to the same destination. Mm-hmm. And the car in the tunnel has arrived before the light even turns green. Right. That the car on the street right. is sitting It's like a minute and a half to like four, almost five minutes, something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's It seems like a really like a really strange thing, though, to, to make short destination tunnels like that with autonomous drivers. I mean, on. it seems like it could be useful in certain situations. Yeah, like. Places like Vegas, Disneyland, Disneyland, definitely. Um, uh, really, any place with like a massive gathering like that, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean that that's cool. I just I don't know. It seems like Epcot so, Center. Yeah, that's that's such an Elon Musk thing, though. If you you know, he's he's got such a way of thinking about things differently than any other human, right? <laughs> that but but this isn't uh, a a mass transit long-term solution right. for anything you can't just go around digging tunnels everywhere <laughs> yeah you run into other problems there's issues there's stuff there's mm-hmm. already tubes pipes down there you can't just dig through them exactly yeah that's where the water goes and comes from <laughs> you know what i mean yep. but it's cool and it's interesting and if i ever go to vegas and i get an opportunity to ride this thing i'll probably do it just yeah. because vegas is cheap you should go i can't wait Vegas aside, I can't wait to ride in a driverless car. Yeah, me either. Do you know that there's Domino's pizzas that are delivering pizzas with driverless cars? Really? Here in town. In town? Here in town. Yeah. Right? I'm saying. We're all going to die. My buddy Brendan ordered a pizza and had it delivered by a driverless Domino's pizza car. Would you have to go out to the car and get it? Yeah. Yeah, you go outside, it it like calls Calls you or texts you or something. This is literally already happening it's, here. It, it's Beaverton, yeah, or right, Aloha, but yeah, it's uh, you you can. I mean, it's on YouTube too. You can look it up. Anybody out there that's listening to this, you can find these Domino's Pizza driverless cars on YouTube. You go outside. It tells you when it's arriving. You go outside. You uh, I don't I don't remember. You either like you you put in a code I think on the car. To prove that you're the person the pizza's for, and it opens up, and you reach in and you take your pizza out, and then it closes and drives away. Great day in the morning. Yeah, it's all. I mean, it's all branded, and you can t- like it says driverless vehicle, Domino's pizza, driverless delivery vehicle, blah blah blah. Like it's very obvious, dude. That's uh, it's insane. so official, right here. Right, that's, it's that a te- means... it's a test. I mean, they're testing it. That means it's here, though. It's here. It's here. I mean, there's Teslas around you all the time that can drive themselves. Yeah, but there's always some douchebag behind the steering wheel. That's true. Man, I was I was out driving down 82nd the other day and was passing a Tesla and saw this dude driving his Tesla with one hand up on the steering wheel with a weed pen in his hand, just chilling. And in his other hand, he had his phone. And I was like, that's nice. that's a Tesla driver right there. Yeah, They're be- quickly becoming equivalent to like BMW, Mercedes drivers. In the entitlement category. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Lexus drivers? Yeah. Well, yeah. A Lexus is just a Toyota. I mean, let's be. <laughs> let's, Don't let's tell be a Lexus owner that. <laughs> so, wow. That's, that's real. Yeah, man. 
I can't wait to get to get an Uber and have it show up and there not to be anybody. Oh in man, there. that's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> One day, just start ordering Domino's pizzas, One man. Day. I don't want to eat that shit though. You don't have to eat it. So I'm just paying for the experience. Yeah. If they, if you get the message and it says like a guy is going to deliver your pizza, cancel just cancel it. it. Cancel. Just keep trying. Different send, stores. Send one of the cars. <laughs> I don't think they have them here in Portland. Portland, they they leave that out for the the burbs. Yeah, where it's a little safer, mm-hmm. a little more open road. Someone's not going to hop in the driver's seat, and steal their driverless car. Wow. Yeah. Man, this this is an interesting. Scary future. It's an interesting time in general, definitely. From a technology standpoint, it's it's very interesting. It's actually starting to feel like the things we all thought were going to happen in the future. I was are just finally, thinking about that. Finally happening. It's like we're seeing this <laughs> this yeah. like utopian futuristic. What the year two thousand looked like to people in nineteen eighty, right? Is actually that's actually twenty twenty. Who knew? Yeah, twenty twenty five. Maybe. Yeah, we're almost there. I mean, we got. Tiny little screens. Um, in the, our, we can watch movies and TV anywhere we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty soon, we won't have to drive ourselves. Thank God. We're gonna blast ourselves in a bullet from one city to the next. <laughs> in a little pill in a tube. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's it's, it's weird. Phoom. Phoom. <laughs> I feel like there'll be some phoom yeah, sounds probably somewhere involved. along the line. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not good at sound effects. You're pretty good at sound um, effects. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the little screens, mm-hmm. there was an interesting little tidbit to come out today about the Galaxy Note 10, which um, for people who are really into handheld devices, and especially people that are into Android and Samsung, mm-hmm. I think most people are probably looking to this as the next great phone. Yeah, the right? next benchmark. Yeah. The next one to compare. The Well, like at least in high-end, high-end phones. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't fold. Well, and you have historically been very, very, very into the Samsung Notes. Yeah. So how do you feel about Well, okay. So this is an article on Forbes.com. Um, Samsung insiders always a always a bit of a red flag when <laughs> an insider. Mm-hmm. Samsung insiders deliver Galaxy Note 10 bad news blow. Um, let me see. Let me find the quote here. This insider named uh, Max Weinbach. So he's named, at least. At least he's named. Clearly using a fake villain name, (laughs) Max Weinbach. (laughs) This is his quote. He says, I think the Note 10 Pro is going to look much worse than people think with current concept designs. Like, much, much worse. And when challenged on that, he responded, dude, you have no idea. (laughs) Woof. (laughs) Dude, you have no idea. The official quote. you have no idea. Um. Hmm. So let's see what the uh, specifically what he's talking about. That's the cameras, isn't it? It's yeah. The... Somebody asked, is it an improvement or a step back from the S10 Plus? And he said it, 
it looks bad compared to the Galaxy Note 9 rear camera design, in my opinion, at least. Um, I don't know. So I, I have to wonder when, okay, so that sounds terrible. And then, yeah. I mean, it sounds like he's saying this is going to be awful. And then it's just the camera design mm-hmm. looks bad compared to the last one. <laughs> I mean, how much of this is is overreaction by a by somebody who looks at this stuff too closely? Uh huh. Um, how, how much of it is hyperbole? How much of it matters at all? Right. I mean, I I don't buy a phone for what the back of the phone looks like. No. And if we're going to talk about how the back of phones look and who makes good looking phones in general, I personally believe Samsung has been kind of awful at designing the rear of a phone for a long time. Yeah. Not just from an aesthetic standpoint, but from like a a convenience standpoint. I mean, a great example is the galaxy S eight fingerprint reader when they finally put a fingerprint reader on it and they put it in the most inconvenient spot they could possibly put it. Yeah. And then two generations after that, they kind of barely corrected it, but it was still pretty much in the same spot. And then did they ever actually fix it? Has it been improved? Um, I don't know. Is it not under the screen now? I think it's under the screen it's, now. Oh, yeah. It's under the screen in the S10. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they you know, maybe they were terrible for those couple of generations because they were trying to get the technology for to just put it under the screen. You're talking about when they put it up next, next to, to the, the camera. camera. See, right. it, to me, once you get it and you get used to it, yeah. it's fine. Sure. Just like any other one I've had. But I mean, it's still kind of a terrible spot, though. Yeah, but you, once, once you're used to it, you don't notice it anymore. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess in theory and design, it could be better. Mm-hmm. But once you implement it and you and you do it, you kind of forget. I think I think the part that about it that made people so upset was that there was kind of an established rear of phone fingerprint reader location. location yeah. And Samsung changed it and fucked it up. Yeah. And people were kind of just frustrated with like, why, why? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we had a good, re- a good way to do it. Why don't we just do it that way? Yeah. You know, it's, it's weird because the, the note, I guess, I guess this goes along with them getting rid of the button because mm-hmm. the note five had the, the center button on the bottom of the phone and it was the fingerprint scanner. Yes. And you, it was, you know, this was, this was, uh, man, we're talking four years ago now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, which the, at that point, the fingerprint scanner was kind of still new a little bit. to smartphones. Yeah, um, They've gotten faster. Mm-hmm. They've gotten more secure. Um, in, some, in some cases, in the OnePlus case, they've gotten less secure. <laughs> but cooler. Yeah. <laughs> less secure, but very cool. <laughs> but then in the, in the S10, uh-huh. they made that under the glass one more secure. Yeah, doesn't it use like sonar or something yeah. like that? That's nuts. Yeah. Nuts. Who's the genius that figured that shit out? Uh, that is crazy. It makes a map of your fingerprint with sonar. That's crazy. Nuts. Like who? Yeah. How do you even like, how do you even concept that? Right. This is how I know, you know, people my whole life have been like, you're a smart guy. You know, oh, you're a smart guy. Elijah, you're smart. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Think about these people. Yeah. These people are smart. I think you're smart. Thanks, dude. I'm fair to. I'm like okay. I'm I'm smartish. Those people are fucking smart. Yeah. I'm not one of them. I'm not visionaries. A them. Somebody yeah. that has like a a unique 
novel idea yeah. and is able to find a way to I mean obviously it's teams yeah. it's not just one dude of course but Engineers. to find a way to implement that and make it work and mm-hmm. then make it functional and make it convenient fit it into something the size of you know like come on yeah yeah and no. have everything work together and it's 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 goddamn impressive it is goddamn impressive it doesn't matter what smartphone you have in general it's goddamn impressive if you think back to 15 years ago. Yeah. You never you would never even believe that you could touch your screen and log into your phone with it, you right. know. That's nuts. Yeah. Sonar. You just touch it and it listens. Yeah. Pretty much, man. <laughs> it listens to your touch. Yeah. You could it listens to your voice. You could say words and it'll respond to you. It will. I do it all the time. I don't. I love it. I hate Siri. We're going to talk about cell phones. You want to know the worst cell phone feature of all time? I'm naming it right here, right now. Siri. Really? Absolute worst. Why? She's just the worst. What does she do? Nothing. Is she a cunt? <laughs> she just doesn't do anything the way you think she should do it. You ask her questions, she answers them stupidly. <laughs> I don't know, man. I came from Google Assistant, and Google Assistant to Siri is an obvious downgrade. It just yeah. is. So okay. I have nothing good to say about Siri. The only thing I like about Siri is that she understands me when I tell her what to do with my smart lights. That's it. It's all I use well, Siri good. for. That's it. I I uh, when I when I use Google Assistant, I would say eighty five percent of the time I get what I want. That's good. I get the response I want. That's a good ratio. I think so. Yeah. Um, the the exception being now that I have the Google Home Mini at my house, mm-hmm. it doesn't know anything. Yeah. It's like Siri. But so how come if my phone knows, why can't that thing know? If it's can it just use my phone to I don't know, man. I don't know. I I have a Google Home, the full size Google Home at home, and I Really don't use it. Yeah. I use it to set timers in the kitchen. Yeah. Which I, I have to say, they just did an update a couple of weeks ago on all the Google Homes. And it used to be that if you set a timer, you'd have to say, hey, Google, stop to stop your timer. Or you'd have to uh, touch the Google Home so that it knows Sorry, that you understood. I don't understand. Yeah. Thanks, Google. You're awesome. I'm not even Zeb. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. But- now, if you set a timer and the timer goes off, you can just say stop and it'll stop. You just the to... word stop? Yep, just stop. So that's like. What if you're listening to Vanilla Ice? Oh, God, I hope it Or works. MC Hammer. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, you're right. That could, that could cause a problem. Stop. <laughs> Hammer time. <laughs> Might stop your timer. All right, stop. What does he say? Navigate? I don't know. Uh, collaborate. Collaborate. And listen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, stop. And then your timer's all. (laughs) It has to be ringing. It's when it goes off. When the timer goes off. Yeah. You used to have to touch it or say, hey, Google, stop. Okay. That's fair. But now Google didn't hear me. (laughs) It's all stop what? (laughs) Leave me alone. Um, You know, I had had the Galaxy Note 2. Mm -hmm. That was my first jump to a a Samsung phone. Yeah. From what? Uh, I think I was using the... The My Touch 4G uh-huh. made yes, by you were. made by HTC. Yes, you were. Which I loved. Yeah, that was a great. That was a great phone. Fantastic. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah, HTC. I mean, funny because you say that because Google literally owns HTC's uh, 
their mobile division now. Not doing much with that, are we, Google? Maybe they'll make another Amaze 4G. (laughs) That'd be awesome. But so I had the the Note 2, Mm -hmm. which I think at the time was $399. Wow. And that was like, people were going, I can't justify spending $400 (laughs) on a smartphone. You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. And then they then they're so smart. They thought, "Here's what we'll do. We'll get rid of the contracts. We'll implement. You can just pay twenty bucks a month for the phone. Yep. And then we'll make the phones a thousand dollars. And you can die in phone debt. Um. Anyway, I had the Note two. Thanks, T-Mobile. Yeah, had the Note three. Had the Note four. Note four sucked. Had the, the first note, one I had. Note 5. Note 5 was fantastic. I had that thing for two years. Nice. I took it to Italy with me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the first time I felt like I had a legit, cool, good camera yeah. on a phone. Yeah, you took um, hella pictures I on did. that phone. I got all, yeah, all my my phones, all my pictures from Italy. Yeah, and they're killer. For the most part. I mean, yeah. you know, whatever. I'm not a good photographer either. I don't have a very good eye for, for a good shot, mm-hmm. so... You it's did, whatever. You did pretty good. Coming from a photographer, you did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I was happy. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Too. Then I went went and got the Note 7. Mm. Mm. The fuck? <laughs> oh, man. Here's the thing. The Note 7 was beautiful. Yeah, it was. It had the infinity screen. It was silver, shiny silver. Yeah, like chrome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, couple of things. Mm-hmm. Fucking it sucked. <laughs> Didn't work well. Laggy, glitchy. Other thing, they started exploding mm-hmm. in people's hands. They are still banned from airplanes to this day. Yeah. Yeah. I accidentally left. <laughs> here's, here's a story. I accidentally, accidentally left mine in an Uber mm-hmm. late night. Um, didn't notice till the morning. Uh-huh. Got on my uh, Google Maps timeline and my phone is up I-5 near Olympia, headed to Seattle. Lovely. So I'm able to get a hold of the driver, and he's like, I'm going to Seattle for the weekend. I'll be back. I was like, just check. Like, I think my phone's in, like, check the back. He's like, I don't see it. I don't see it. Finally, he finds it underneath the mat. Somehow mm-hmm. it got underneath the mat. He'd made trips, too. Yeah. Well, that's good that no one <laughs> found it. So then finally, like, the next Monday comes around, and he we 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 pick pick a meetup time and spot and and then he's like this is the note seven he's like this thing could have fucking exploded <laughs> what'd you say i was like sorry bro like i think i don't know i'm not worried i was never worried that my phone yeah. was gonna explode weren't they exploding when they were charging though something like that yeah so he was fine yeah he should i feel mind. like there was even cases where they weren't charging yeah and it was it was happening that's crazy man but i still like i wasn't I I I, I sitter, seriously considered not turning mine in and just keeping it. Yeah, I was. I really wasn't worried about it. I remember because well, when we went to get your next phone, what, what was it? The Note Eight? No, we went and got oh, the, LGs. The, the G fives. Yeah, or was yeah. it G six? V twenty. V twenty. V twenty. V twenty for sure. LG V twenty with that nice big round fingerprint mm-hmm. scanner in on the, the back. absolute perfect the sweet spot, spot. <laughs> that it should be in on every phone. Yeah, and the cool the the first time I had a cool wide angle lens mm-hmm. on a on a phone. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And my favorite thing about those LG phones, you could double tap the screen to turn them on to like 
you know, uh, yeah. to, to turn your screen on. You didn't have to touch any of the buttons. Oh, I love that. Or And you could do it in reverse. You could double tap it to lock it. Yeah. That was, when I switched from LG to Samsung, that was the feature I missed the most. And I always tried to do it, too. Right. Once you get used to doing that. Mm-hmm. See, OnePlus has that. Oh, so, does it? Yeah. Although, I will say, it's about a 60-40 ratio on whether it yeah. works or not. Do you still always turn your flashlight on with your... No, I t- I turned that thing off. Well, it's like a gesture, right? Yeah, like you draw a V on the on the the on the screen on the screen, and it that's turns so, the flash. That's such on. a weird thing. I mean, I could see it being useful for somebody, I suppose. Yeah, but mostly for me, it just ended up having a flashlight on my pocket. Yeah, I for remember. No reason. I remember for a long time after you got that phone, you were always shining. I was always, always shining. shining. <laughs> so here's to hoping that this Note 10 news isn't the bad news. That uh, this guy thinks it is. Well, but even if it is the bad news that this guy thinks it is, do you care? Well, I see. I don't know. Is he talking about? It sounds like. Is he just talking about like where the the lenses are placed? It sounds like it's. He's mad at the array itself, the way it looks on the phone. Because the Galaxy Note line is, is kind of known to be a, a be- like you said about the Note 7, it's a beautiful phone. It's their premium, their absolute creme de la creme phone you can buy. And so having something janky, like a messed up camera array, is something that a lot of people are going to go, well, I'm not going to spend $1,500 on that phone because it looks like shit. I think that's what that means. I mean, I, Samsung's not going to put a bad camera in a phone. Right. That's not going to happen. It's just going to look dumb. That's all I care about. Right. Does if it it's a good, good camera, who cares what it looks like? <sighs> I just, I don't know, man. Maybe some people, maybe that's a priority to some people, but that, I don't care. I mean, you know, admittedly, since they've started adding third and fourths, and in some cases, even like fifth lenses mm-hmm. on the devices, it's ridiculous. It's been an interesting process of seeing how they choose to implement that's that. that's true i really like the uh the small strip vertically down down the back yeah, that's, that's fair wasn't there is it a samsung phone or a huawei phone or something that had just like three I think cameras the pixel the pixel 3 does doesn't it? pixel 3 has one camera huh. every pixel the 3A? has one camera all of them. really one camera i thought on one back. of them had the had more i'm pretty sure they're all single camera on the back well slap me silly and call me Susie. You could, I mean, I might be wrong. I'm not an expert, but I'm pretty sure. You know what? I don't care. Yeah. You're right, though. The single strip, I think vertically or horizontally. Yeah. Put as many fucking cameras in that thing as you want, man. Do it yeah. all the way down the back. 13 cameras. Who cares? That looks tight. Looks cool. Looks super cool. Let's just stick with that. Let's not do the whole, let's not put a big glass square and like a, a triangle of lenses with a weirdly placed flash or like. Could a, you be referencing the the iPhone? Yeah, that's the, yeah. Yeah, just, I mean, they all look dumb, man. They all look dumb. What, Some of them look like so arbitrary, like they just drill holes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, they're probably, I mean, maybe they're for sensors or something like that. For sure. I mean, yeah, they have to have, they're all attached to something Mm -hmm. on the inside. That all has to work. Yeah, well, and I know that a lot of, a lot of phone manufacturers are talking about putting like depth sensors and stuff like that on the rear of the phones to try and improve like the depth of field and like portrait mode and stuff like that. You know, different, different areas where knowing how far away something is. Could yeah. be beneficial to a camera, so those those sensors are starting to get put in the back, and that's probably part of what makes these things look so ridiculous. Is that we're now dealing with 
regular cameras like what we're used to and we're dealing with a bunch of sensors so that our phones can continue which are essentially hold. lenses as well yeah right? well yeah it'll it'll be it's it's like a camera sensor yeah but just different yeah. it reads different information but it looks like a lens on the back of your phone yeah yeah more or less more or less yeah i don't know i i i think that what a camera on a phone looks like is a stupid thing to worry about yeah but it makes news, man. That's the funny thing. And then it's, you know, especially, the, you know, everything's clickbait. Mm -hmm. Bad news blow. Oh, like the Samsung. camera's not going to look super tight. Samsung is reeling after the response from customers <laughs> who didn't like where the lens was oh, placed. Their stock is plummeting. <laughs> Buy LG stock. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the day. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I bought uh God I'm an idiot. Mm. I bought uh this is this this is a now a two part story. Oh boy. There's more that you haven't told me? Well yeah, I haven't told you because it happened last night. But I oh, bought the, the Oculus Quest uh -huh. VR it, headset. Did you buy it in person? No, I ordered it. Okay. Three ninety nine. Yeah. From Best Buy. Hell yeah. Which I'm excited. Yeah. I love using the VR. You should bring it in here. I will. Let's VR while we podcast. Definitely will. But here's the thing. I didn't really have $400 to spend. Right. Until last night. Okay. When I put a $20 bill into the video poker machine. Oh, hell yeah, you did. <laughs> and I, uh, <laughs> I, I, played, I played my strategy, uh -huh. which is... Oh, do you want to tell everyone your strategy? I don't believe it matters. Okay, go for it. Because I've also lost <laughs> so it doesn't. with this exact same strategy. <laughs> okay. I think the thing about video poker is that you win when the machine machine decides you're going to win. Yeah, you just happen to be to sitting it. in the right place at the right time. Although I have won three times in a row on this same machine now over the course of like two months. It's bugged. Yeah, I don't know. So I put 20 bucks in. I'm playing. Here's how I play. I bet high to start. Mm-hmm. If I don't hit within the first four or five, bet down. Yeah. Bet down to one. Then I play that one till I start to get low. And uh -huh. when I get low, depending on how I'm feeling, I might bet back up at the end or I might just yeah. stick with the one. But I played the, this $20 bill for like a half hour. Damn. Got up to like 80 at one point, dropped back down, got up to like 120, considered cashing out. Uh -huh. And then I had this, I don't know, something sparked in me. And I had a moment, and I thought, you know what? It was just $20. Yeah. Right? Right. It was just $20, and I've spent more than a half hour now being entertained yeah. from th that $20. That's a that's a reasonable... And that's the point of video poker. Is to, mm -hmm. It's for entertainment purposes. Yeah. It's like playing a video game. Yeah. Sometimes you get lucky. So I bet up, max bet, started hitting. Boom, boom. About, I was up, like I said, about 120. Uh -huh. Ended up down around 60 somewhere. And I'm mm -hmm. like, all right, I'm going to lose my money. Hit a bonus. Boom. 400 bucks. Fuck yeah. Paid for my Oculus. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now it's worth it. Totally. Totally worth Now it's it. a wash. Now it's a free headset. Exactly. That video poker game never happened and spending the $400 <laughs> never happened. I just. You just now have an Oculus Quest. Yeah. I just, just manifested like an Oculus Quest. Amazing. Amazing. I'm excited for that. I, I VR is a weird thing to me. And I I haven't jumped on the hype train yet because I'm 
you know, I have a gaming computer. I, I, if I were going to do VR, I'd want to buy like an Oculus or a Vive or the new Valve Index. Yes. But I don't think any of them are, are to a point yet where I want to invest the money. And so I'm kind of just watching. But I'm interested in things like the Oculus Quest to see if if that takes off because that's the kind of thing that could that could blow up, you know. Yeah. Or or not. That's really what it is. It, you know what's funny? I was I was watching some reviews um, before I made the purchase. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to make sure that people aren't saying it's crap, right. or whatever. Um, and um, it actually scored higher than a lot of those big ones in a couple of areas. Yeah. Um, tracking. Head mm-hmm. tracking was a main one. It's all built in, isn't it? It's got four cameras uh-huh. that basically just see the room you're in. Right. So it knows where you're looking. And a lot of these other ones, you have to set up yep. things. Little lighthouses. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that was a big step. for. They were like, this, Yeah. no cord, no cable. Like, you can just, you're free. Yep. And it's, and it's tight. And that was a big selling point. Um, the graphics are, you know, they're. They're toned down. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all built in. And 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 when you when you look at the specs, like the actual processor that they're using in there, it's not even like a great one. Right. I mean, you're basically running mobile games, right? I mean. Yeah. But somehow a- they're getting. Somehow they were able to get a lot of performance mm-hmm. out of not the greatest specs. So, I'll I'll be curious to see how that works. They mm-hmm. were showing side by side. The Quest versus the Rift S, uh-huh. um, virtually identical. I mean, much more texture and yeah. shading on the on the S, on the Rift. Of course, yeah. But other than that, the performance was identical. And you can with the Quest, you can cast it to a nearby screen too, so that people can watch. You right? Can, yeah, you can cast it to your phone or to a Chromecast. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, Pretty cool. Have you played Beat Saber? I haven't, but that by that, yeah, by that game. And that's another thing that it comes with the two controllers that mm-hmm. are the same as the Rift, the, oh, okay. the, the Rift controllers. Very cool. Um, yeah, let's do it. Right, might as well. Let's VR. Right? Why not? It's fun. Yeah, I I have kind of avoided. I mean, I've VR'd a couple of times, but I kind of try to avoid doing it because it's it's addictive, and I don't want any other reasons to spend the money that it costs to buy one for a computer. Right? You know, it's expensive. You, yeah, well, you, you know, you already have the computer right. to run it. But, like, for me. You need one part and you could run a VR on your computer. Here at work, yeah. though. I don't, you know. Yeah, true. <laughs> for a lot of people. Hanging out in the studio. For a lot VR. of people, it means buying not only the VR stuff, mm-hmm. but also buying but a the computer. machine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you're talking 15 to, well, really, like eighteen to two hundred, or eighteen two to two thousand dollars for a computer, yeah. plus a thousand dollars for the VR. You know, it's three three thousand dollars spending. So I'll I'll take my for video game, my free my free Oculus <laughs> yeah, Quest. Hell yeah, absolutely. If yeah, you if you hit three thousand on one of those machines, though, you better call me because <laughs> we're gonna VR, my dude. If I ever do, I will call you. All right, I promise. Please do. We don't have to get VR, but call me. <laughs> um, did you want to? Say anything about this AMD? You know, just even if it's just something brief, tell the people what's going on. I think if there's anybody out there that's that's into computers and into where tech is moving and and kind of seeing the improvements in in like the hardware that makes all this stuff go, 
you should look into what AMD is working on right now <clears throat> because a lot of people, the hype train is saying that AMD is about to leapfrog Intel in a big way uh, for for a decent amount of time, and that is something that hasn't happened in a in a very long time. I mean, in almost twenty years, Intel's been pretty solidly the chip you should buy. Yeah, and did you get yourself a Pentium? <laughs> I had a couple Pentiums, man. I had so a Pentium D, Pentium two, Pentium three, Pentium four, Pentium four. Yeah, that Pentium was, four was the business. Pentium four was the with the little orange. Four playing on the, playing Jedi Outcast mm-hmm. on that thing. Yep, Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Outcast. <laughs> I thought I was going to go pro with that game, man. But anyway, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I am not qualified to even begin to explain why, but the the technology features and and some of the things that AMD has been able to do with this this new platform. This it's the third gen Ryzen platform. Uh, might. Might be impressive to you if you're thinking about building a computer in the near future. I I can't believe I'm going to say these words, but you might want to go. You might want to look into AMD or wait a couple of months for these uh, for these chips to come out and uh, wait for the benchmarks because this could be. I mean, Ryzen is a cheap platform, and if they're jumping over Intel and undercutting their price, it's going to be a big deal. Here's a headline. You ready? Ready. AMD 16-core third-gen Ryzen. Yeah. Is the Intel killer delayed or just fake news? <laughs> That's on uh, Forbes.com. Of course it's on Forbes. They use fake news. It's, uh, I mean, 16 cores is something that hasn't been put into a processor yet. Like mainstream, anyway. I mean, it, there, there are processors out there you can buy with 16 cores, but they are not cheap from Intel. Yeah. So... It, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see over the next couple of months how this whole shake this whole thing shakes out because uh AMD might might take a big chunk out of Intel's business here right. pretty soon. We built uh we built a AMD computer back in twenty eleven. We did. The AMD a Phenom Athlon. Oh no, Phenom. Oh, that's right. X with X two Phenom something. <laughs> was this for you? Yeah. For the studio? Yeah. It was probably a a Phenom X four or X six. It was X two. It was a two? Mm. That's a dual core. What were we thinking? We were looking at prices. Oh. And we were saying That's I can spend two hundred and fifty dollars on okay. this processor or I can spend five hundred dollars on this processor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it did a good job for you, didn't it? It was the first time that I've owned a computer that was able to run Pro Tools at the level that I wanted to be able to run Pro Tools at. That's a win. Without having it glitch out on me every mm-hmm. thirty seconds, or you know, I can use all the plugins. I was, I was, I was never hindered. Yeah, and even for the for the uh, shit seven years that I used that computer here, yeah. um, I had some issues with it. I had to take it into the shop a couple of times yeah. because of bad power supplies and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But as far as the processor and being able to do what I wanted to do, I never. It never gave me issues. Good. So. Well, and then we built you a Team Blue last year, didn't we? Yeah. So it's what, an i5? Core i5, I think? Seven. It's a seven? We yeah. did do a seven? Core i7? Something Lake? Lake yeah. something? K- KB Lake? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. We went. Fun. We went. Yeah, we did uh, pretty good, I think, for yeah. the price. That's my thing is I, I, I can't afford to spend a ton of money on right. this stuff, but I need it. Yeah. So. You know, yeah. I mean, cut corners where you business. can. 
Right. But don't cut corners where you absolutely can't. Same exact deal for me. You know, I I process 42 megapixel files thousands at a time. And so we're talking a ton of data and a ton of work for a processor and RAM. And so for me, I have to buy kind of a high-end computer, but I don't want to put $3,000 into a machine that I'm going to have to replace every couple of years. So you, right. you got to cut corners where you can. You have to. This last computer I built was kind of my my YOLO. Like I want, I want a sweet. I'm rig. getting the things I want. Yeah, you one. know. Yeah. I mean, for the, I kept it sane. I didn't go overboard, but I wanted something that looked great and ran great and did everything I needed it to do. And uh, who knows, man? Maybe next time I build a computer, it's it's an AMD in there instead of a i7. Maybe it'll be a. Interesting to see if that, that actually all plays out that way. It definitely will be. Definitely will. Thankfully, I probably won't be uh, having to worry about it myself no. anytime soon. No. Being as both my computers now are less than a year old. Right. That's a good feeling. And Man. hopefully they last me seven years. Yeah. They, I mean, they very well may. We're not, you know, we're not in that in that period of time anymore where technology you know processor technology has moved up such a huge leap every generation yeah. now it's very very minor you know the difference between an i7 7th gen and an i7 8th gen is like you know a 5 to 7% performance increase right. which like for for a whole another $500 $400 investment for the chip it's not worth it no you're we're not in the days anymore where you literally have to buy a new computer every 2 years yeah. if you want it to be I, able to man do all I the remember things. that being a thing yeah. you'd have to get a new video card every couple of years if you wanted to keep playing the newest games or you'd have to literally build a whole new computer every couple of years if you wanted to stay on the cutting edge and now it's like you spend a couple thousand dollars maybe like Going high end, like right, enthusiast right, right. level, you you spend a couple thousand dollars on a gaming machine or a editing machine or a Pro Tools, you know, studio computer. Like you're probably not going to need to replace much, if any, of that machine for a long time. Yeah, you know, it's it's an investment now instead of just a splurge. Is really kind of how I look at it. Yep, that makes sense. You're looking long term. Yeah, yeah. Me, my personal, you know, the thing that I'm going to have to really continue to invest in isn't going to be my hardware it's going to be like hard drives it's going to be storage space that kind of thing i'm sure it's the same with you yeah yeah and but storage is so cheap now too yeah like it's the best you can get ssds now for price of a candy bar <laughs> i remember 40 gigs like i'll never <laughs> need that much space yeah, seriously how could i ever use four gigs of ram like mm -hmm. what would i even need that much for <laughs> uh, yep and now we're like, we got 32 gigs of RAM and it's, I could double that. No problem. I could use that. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. No, I'll just, I'll go 64. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 64. <laughs> I, think, I think Smoke's got like 128. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he's a psycho. He's a, yeah, he's a RAM. I mean, he, he's had 32 for like eight years. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's so ridiculous. There's something wrong with him. You don't use that much. Shout out to Smoke M2D6. <laughs> um, shout out to your mom. My aunt yeah, had a birthday this weekend. She did have a birthday this weekend. You know what we did on her birthday? What? We listened to this podcast because she hadn't heard it yet. She wanted to hear it. Aww. So that was pretty cool. We didn't listen to the whole thing, but she heard, I don't know, half of the last Talk week. about an investment. That's yeah. a time investment. Seriously. To listen to us babble. She thought, your, uh, she thought your, your letter that you spoke in the last episode was pretty funny. <laughs> dearest Jonathan. <laughs> My dearest Jonathan. 
I trust that this letter reaches you in good health. Go to awesomenotstupid.com. Um, make sure you subscribe to this thing on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. That way there's no, we're just eliminating the guesswork. Yeah. You can literally go wherever it is that you already go. Yeah. Just subscribe. Just wherever. Just find it and hit the little button that there's on the, Either says subscribe or maybe it has like a notification. Yeah. Maybe it says follow. Follow. Perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. Um, also, don't forget to check out the Triple B podcast. Yes. Every other Monday at noon, you can go to triplebpodcast.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts <laughs> and find it there and click subscribe and or follow. Um, and that'll make that easy as well. Any... uh. Anything else you want to add to uh, today's discussion? Or anybody you want to shout out? No. Nothing? Pretty much no. Yeah. I'm so focused right now on just moving and doing this. That's pretty much the two things I have, is moving and doing this. Well. So, shout out to Zeb. Pretty soon you'll be done moving, and then all we'll have is this. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, um, that's episode uh, 103. 103. Thank you all for listening. Thank you very much. Good night.